Hey, Bronwyn here, the voice of Alice Harlow. If you enjoy Station Arcadia and want to help us improve the quality of our show, consider donating to the tip jar linked on our website, stationarcadia.com. A small donation goes a long way, and we'd appreciate your support. Looking for another way to support the show? Why not recommend it to a friend, or talk about it on social media using the hashtag ARCPOD, spelled A-R-C-P-O-D. Thanks, and enjoy Episode 3, Clear Blue Water. Welcome, anyone. Thanks for joining me today. You're listening to... Oh, Luda. Oh, come on. Ah, um, sorry. Uh, tech issues. <laughs> uh, let's just... Um, you're listening to Station Arcadia. Of course. This is only, what, your third time in the booth? Couldn't expect you'd know how to push the right button yet. I honestly can't tell if you're being sarcastic. Button, cast singular. There's only one button to press. Yes, I'm being sarcastic. Ah. Well, I forgot. I thought Talsorians were supposed to be good with technology. No offense. Uh, that's a myth, actually. I mean, everything there is so automatic that there's no real reason to learn your way around a circuit. Lysel's the exception, not the rule. Sides, I mean, this cassette stuff is different. Uh, less advanced. All right, well, have you got it handled now? I have some paperwork to fill out. Oh, wait, am I on air? Yes, Cass. If Zed is playing darts in my office again, I swear uh, I will- Wait, Joe, uh, before you leave- What? What button is it to switch frequencies? You know, in case Arcadia wants to share some audio. The yellow one. What? I'm blind! <laughs> well, listeners, if there are any listeners, that was Joe. He's nicer when he's not on the clock, I promise. Not that there really is a clock here, but yeah, he takes this broadcasting thing pretty seriously. Which, uh, speaking of which, I guess I'd better get started. Let me just plug in and we'll see what the station has to say. Okay, there we go. Sorry for the rough start. Um, I woke up with my wires crossed. Let's move forward. Caden Acer was not a political person by nature. The last time the Gannon Islands had an election for a premier, they had been about twelve and hadn't paid much attention to the process. They had, however, voted for the mayor of Oko last fall, and watching all of the press conferences in order to make an educated decision had been an absolute headache. Caden remembered sitting with their roommate Nadia for hours on end, growing increasingly frustrated with how the politicians seemed to evade giving even the simplest of straight answers. How difficult could it be, thought Caden, 
to actually say what your platforms are. So, while it wouldn't be accurate to say Caden had been dreading this year's general election, they certainly hadn't been looking forward to it. Caden certainly hadn't been expecting to get involved in said election. Yet, there they were, standing just off the main stage at a political panel, where Madame Russell was already addressing the crowd. She had a good stage presence. They couldn't deny that. Caden gripped their notes hard enough to crumple the paper, trying to stop their hands from shaking. It had all started last June, just before the flood season. Caden was at a bit of a loose end, having just finished their dual major in freshwater sciences and energy studies. They had been drifting aimlessly since graduation, unable to find good work. It come as a surprise and a relief to Caden when one of their teachers summoned them to his classroom, saying he had a potentially high-paying project. When Caden arrived, their teacher introduced them to one Hyacinth Russell, a middle-aged woman, warm, friendly, but with an edge to her that bellied years of experience dealing with people who did not want to be dealt with. Madame Russell, as it turned out, was a member of the Island Seven Council and was about to announce her candidacy for premier of the Gannon Islands. As much as Caden disliked politics on a personal level, they knew the importance of having strong, wise leaders, and Russell seemed like a good fit. So, when she asked them if they'd like to do some research for her, they agreed. Russell's plan, if the data checked out, would help provide more clean energy for the islands. And, more to the point, the project seemed to fit perfectly within Caden's wheelhouse. The next day, it was straight to work. They started by learning about Madame Russell's proposed platform, which was to build a dam on a river in Island 8. On the surface, the idea sounded wonderful. A dam like the one Madame Russell proposed would provide an enormous amount of energy. The Gannon Islands had developed the technology to ensure that the change in river flow wouldn't harm the breeding cycles of the fish. So, that wasn't the concern. No. The problem with the large river dams was something far more subtle. Far more insidious. Methyl mercury poisoning. Hundreds of years ago, when people of the Gannon Islands first started to create dams, they flooded a valley on Island 6. It was controlled and necessary for the project, and all the residents were evacuated beforehand. By all accounts, the plan was a success. That's when the methylmercury compound started to build up in the water behind the dam. And when it was let through, it began to bioaccumulate in the fish and game downstream. Three years later, people started to take note of the mercury levels in the water and of the effect. Even so, politicians at the time deemed it negligible and simply advised the residents of the village downstream to eat fewer or no fish. There were a couple issues with this, namely that fish was a major component of a normal diet and had been for centuries and that damage to the population of the village had already been done. 
the effects of the poisoning lasted for decades. Eventually, the people of the village were offered homes elsewhere, where they would attempt to rebuild what had been taken from them. The town was abandoned, the dam was destroyed, and the people of the Gannon Islands resolved never to make the same mistake again. Then, last year, a group of research students at Corax College had made a breakthrough. They'd found a chemical compound that could, theoretically, react with and eliminate the excess mercury in the water. And that's where Caden came in. All they needed to do was to prove that the compound actually worked. That Madame Russell's plan would be safe. Oh, it seems like Arcadia has a bit of an audio to share directly with you listeners. Um, I'm not sure where she's pulling it from, but I'll just go ahead and press the um, yellow button. Whichever that one is. Ghost, which one is it again? No, okay, that one turns it off. I'm sorry, this is so unprofessional. Ah, thanks, Arcadia. All right, here we go. Excuse me. Excuse me, I'm trying to... That's just rude. Hello? Excuse me, can you point me in the direction... Ugh, really? Hey, are you looking for someone? Yes, yes, thank you. Think you could tell me where the candidate is? Which candidate? There is more than one, you know. Not so more. Do you know where she is? Oh, uh, well, that would uh, that would be me, actually. Oh. oh, you're not what I was expecting. What's that supposed to mean? You're shorter than I expected. That's uh, not the same. You're short. You're just. <laughs> Anyway, you're supposed to be getting ready. You're going on in five minutes. Already? I thought I still had... Oh. Exactly. If you all follow me, Ms. Moore. Sure. Uh, Axel is fine. Not for me, Ms. Moore. This way. Axel! There you are. Now... This is just the introduction, so remember, you've got to smile, smile bright, bright, hit, hit him with the stuff they want to hear. Make sure I'm quick and concise. No one likes a long speech. I've got it, Soren. <laughs> Great. Knock him dead. You know I will. Absolutely. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Axel Moore, and as I'm sure you all know, I am your candidate. That's right, your candidate. Myself, as well as my dedicated colleagues, want to be there for you, in whatever way we can. A leader cannot exist without people to lead. That's our mindset as we plan to replenish and reform our beautiful islands. I'm happy to be your candidate during this election season, and I will remind you all that my team and I are always open to responses from you. 
please reach out to us. Please help us accomplish the change that you want to see. Axel Moore is here for you. Thank you. Excellent. Wonderful job. I took just a few notes. I think we can improve on the enunciation a bit. And for goodness sakes, you have to smile. They want to see that you're happy to be there and that you want to represent them. I think you could also put some more pep into your step as you walk on stage, throw them a little wave, you know, shoulders back. Oh. That was... related, I think. Interesting. Let's get back to it. Though they were excited to work on this project, Caden soon found that it was a bit more complicated than they'd assumed. It would be a long process to figure out if the compound even worked, and after that, they'd need to figure out how much of the compound would need to be produced and ensure that it wouldn't have any negative long-term effects on the wildlife. The lab became a second home to Caden in the following months, despite Nadia's attempts to get him to rest. Madame Russell had been very clear that she'd like to have some positive results by the time the first political panel rolled around in September. What's worse, none of the results they were getting made any sense. Theoretically, the byproduct of the reaction should have been harmless. It all worked out perfectly in the test tube, and they'd been tested to make sure it wouldn't react with any chemicals in the river water, or have any adverse effects on the wildlife. But whenever Caden attempted a more complex simulation, all life put in the water died within days. Caden spent long hours staring at a screen, begging the numbers to make sense. Until one day, a scant two weeks before the panel, they finally understood the problem. Caden's heart sank when the new test results confirmed their hypothesis. The soil at the site of the dam, contained trace amounts of a chemical left over from when the Empire had invaded the Ganon Islands. It would be an impossible task to fully remove the chemical, and even the smallest amount would react with the byproduct to produce a powerful poison. Caden ran some simulations to see what would happen if the plan went through, and it was worse than they'd imagined. Within five years, the fish population would be significantly reduced. Several species of plants would disappear from the river entirely, and any wildlife caught in the river would be entirely inedible. If Russell's plan was implemented, the consequences would be disastrous. By this point, there was only one week left before the political panel. Caden knew they had to act fast. They emailed Madame Russell immediately and cc'd their professor stating the issue and requesting to meet them at her earliest convenience. Caden breathed a sigh of relief when her reply was near instantaneous and set up a meeting for the next day. Caden explained the stakes to her at the meeting, as clearly and as concisely as they were able. They emphasized she could not continue having the proposed dam as a part of her election platform because the dam could not be built. The compound didn't work, and without something to neutralize the methylmercury, any dam built would poison both fish and people. 
Despite the massive energy payoff, it was far too risky. Russell listened closely and carefully, and spoke only once Caden was finished saying their part. It is a shame that the new chemical didn't work out, she said, but that's no reason to give up hope. Science is growing and developing on our islands at a rate like never before. I trust that scientists would be able to find a way to mitigate either the mercury or the new type of toxicity before the dam's completion. Caden squinted at her and asked if she meant that they should try and find some other way to make the dam a viable option. It would be a much longer project, probably a year or two at the very least, but they could try if they had some proper funding and a team of assistants. In the meantime, however, she couldn't promise anyone that she'd build the dam, not until they knew it would work. She just laughed lightly shook her head, and explained that the people wanted the dam. If they could be convinced that it was theoretically possible, well, then of course she would talk about it. Of course she would promise to build it. It didn't matter the science was a little ways behind. No one needed to know that. In fact, it would be better for public morale if you refrained from mentioning the results of this little experiment. If anyone asks, the results were inconclusive. And they were, weren't they? We still haven't concluded a positive test result. Then, Hyacinth Russell stood and left. Caden remembered why they hated politicians. Nearly all of the freshwater wildlife specialists from Oko University were sitting around a large conference table, listening intently as Caden stumbled their way through an explanation on their research. The assembled faces were grave, and the discussion that followed was somber and intense. It had happened too many times in the past that politicians had put a plan into place, trusting that scientists could fix it later when often that simply wasn't possible. If Madame Russell couldn't be persuaded to abandon the idea of the dam, then she couldn't be allowed to hold office. Someone needed to warn the people to try and sway the votes against her. Somehow, the job fell to Caden. They didn't understand how. Surely the scientists could see how awkward they'd been to a mere 25 people, but it had been them doing the research in the first place, and them who understood it best. So it made some sense. Besides, as much as they hated both public speaking and politics, Caden figured they had some amount of responsibility to share their findings. And so, there was Caden. A massive political panel on Island 7, a minute away from stepping onto the stage. They would be taking the mic from Hyacinth Russell, and denouncing her and her plans in front of a crowd that she'd already won over. Ghosts. They felt sick. Oh. Oh, uh, Arcadia, uh, she can patch us into this. If I'm understanding what she's showing me, um, I can just... 
This is why I believe the dam will be beneficial to the community of Island 8. Thank you, Madam Russell. Allow me to introduce a representative from Oko University with a statement on Madam Russell's dam proposal. Please welcome Caden Acer. Thank you. In response to Madame Russell, a couple of problems have come to my attention as I've looked into your project. The benefits of building the dam are great, but I'm not sure the consequences justify it. Uh, when Island 6 was first flooded and the dam was built there, a chemical compound called methylmercury began to build up, and this compound is naturally occurring and incredibly toxic and has been infecting the water and the fish that the citizens of Island 6 live on. Building another dam will only repeat the problem on Island 8. I hope you will consider this as you move forward. Thank you. We will now open the panel for questions. Uh, how exactly are you planning on dealing with this issue, Madam Russell? I would like to address it, but until there is more information given, I will withhold my final verdict. Will you be taking the problems that McFaser brought up seriously in your plan? Camden's considerations are very helpful. It's Caden, actually. I am glad the concerns were brought to my attention. However, I believe the benefits are greater than the consequences. Actually, from what it sounds like, it will harm the people of the island. The population relies on that water for food and, well, water. The island has a large fishing background, and it seems like methyl mercury poisoning is going to greatly impact their markets. The people eat the fish, and if the fish are poisonous, then they've just lost a main source of income and food, not to mention the obvious health concerns. The consequences seem far greater than the benefits from my side. Madam Russell, what do you have to say to this? Ms. Moore has a very considerable point. I will be taking all criticisms into consideration when planning this dam, including those of Ms. Moore. The dam is not going to work. There's too much risk. There is no reward without risk and no advancement without challenges. I have no further comments on the subject. Miss Moore? No further comments. Then we will move on. Everyone please give a warm farewell to our premier candidates. Caden, the points you brought up are good and should be addressed. Please bring them to the next panel. I'd like to be able to discuss this further if possible. Oh. Um, yes, I think that'd be wise. Oh, by all means, please do. It appears I need to put some more thought into all of this business with mercury and how we can work around these little problems. Oh, it's methyl mercury, actually. It's a little bit different. I'll see you around, Camden. Caden. Please feel free to contact me privately anytime if you have concerns with this that you would like to share with no interruptions. Come on, they're waiting on us. Ms. Moore, uh, M Ms. Moore, Ms. Moore, what are your thoughts on Madame Russell's plans for the dam? No comments at this time. Caden Acer, I heard your opinion on Madame Russell's dam plan was a bit fuzzy. Can you tell us why you're on the fence? Well, my main concern is about the water. Um, 
there's a compound that forms that could hurt the population if you aren't careful, and- Madame Russell seems convinced that it's perfectly safe. Are you implying that she's wrong? Well, I'm not trying to go against Madame Russell, but I'm- What evidence do you have that the plan isn't going to work? What? I, I never said that. What, um... You to twist your words. <clears throat> what Caden is trying to say is that Madame Russell has not considered some of the important factors in her plan. These factors are being discussed. I am taking these matters very seriously, and I hope that in the future, Caden here will be able to shed more light on the situation. No further questions. See? You've got to tell them something they want to hear and then brush them off. Thank you, Ms. Moore. You can just call me Axel. Everyone does. I'll see you at the next panel? Yes, I'll see you then. Great. Good luck with getting Hyacinth to listen. That woman only has ears for what she likes to hear. Everything else is in one and choo, out the other. I believe that Madame Russell will listen. Given time. Well, we'll see soon enough. Good luck, nonetheless. You're gonna need it. Well, that was certainly something. It's interesting how they have you know, individual people run for government instead of companies. I, I don't think any of those people were sponsored. You know, I already knew there was a lot to learn about the world, but I don't think I really ever grasped the scale of it. No matter how well you paid attention in history class, there's always plenty they're not telling you. You gotta find out for yourself. And no matter how much you learn, you'll always be just scratching at the surface. I suppose that's something to make peace with. <clears throat> On that note, I think it's time to sign off. So, to anyone out there, stay safe, stay moving, and stick close. You've been listening to Station Arcadia. Station Arcadia is a podcast by Metal Steve Productions and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharelike 4.0 International License. It is produced by Eliana SD and CVVM and directed by Tova Brantner. It is edited by Eliana SD and J.R. Steele with soundscaping by Becker Juan and music by Theo Goodwin. Today's episode was written by Eliana SD with scenes from Tova Brantner and J.R. Steele. It featured Jade Virginia as Cass, Marina Verlaine as Joe, Rachel Cameron as Axel, Akash S. as Soren, Caroline Hernandez as Hyacinth Russell, Sam Chauvin as Caden, Sam Lukey as moderator, Paulina Litvak as the PA, Logan Alexis H as Reporter 1, and Avery RC as Reporter 2. Join us on Twitter and Tumblr at Station Arcadia for more content. Check out our website, stationarcadia.com, for a transcript of this episode as well as information on the cast and crew. Today's animal of the week is the Agalignus lemur, or the lemur leaf frog. These critically endangered frogs are native to Costa Rica, Panama, and Colombia, and they sure do have eyes. Yep, those sure are eyes. If you've ever wondered what animal best represents the intersection of dread, anxiety, and shock, wonder no more. The lemur leaf frog is here for you. <laughs>